Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. At 49, American. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So for your own real deep down smoking enjoyment, smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. Excuse me, this is Kenny Delmar. Excuse me, I have a special announcement to make. Herbert Tides and cigarettes are back. Good news for those who prefer a cork-tip cigarette. Herbert Tartan is back, and there's something about them you like. Herbert Tartan is back after being made only for the armed forces. Yes, Herbert Tartan is back. That cork-tip cigarette, Herbert Tartan, available now for you. Yes, Herbert Tartan is back, and remember, there's something about them you like. There's something about them you like. This is Kenny Delmar. I trust you will welcome home Herbert Tartan. There's something about them you like. program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to last night and out to Jack Benny's house where the whole gang has gathered for rehearsal. Rochester, has everybody arrived for rehearsal? Yes, sir. They're all in the library. Good. Well, I'm ready. Yes, sir. Mr. Jack Benny, everybody rise. (laughs) The first rehearsal of the 26th program of the Lucky Strike series is now in session. Good evening, Miss Livingston. Uh, Good evening, Mr. Benny. Good evening, Mr. Wilson. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Uh, Good evening, Mr. Harris. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Gee, what's happened since I went away? (laughs) Another outburst like that, and I'll have the room cleared. (laughs) Now, raise your right hand and repeat after me. Mr. Harris, it's your other hand. (laughs) Now, repeat after me. I do solemnly swear... I I do do solemnly solemnly swear... swear That I will not divulge or repeat... That I will not divulge or repeat... Any routines, ideas, or jokes herein contained... Any routines, ideas, or jokes herein contained. And if I do, may I be farmed out till life can be beautiful. (laughs) And if I do, may I be farmed out till life can be beautiful. You may all be seated. Uh, Rehearsal is now in session. And now to facilitate the reading of the script, will everybody please remove their paper clips? Rochester, collect them, count them, and straighten the bench line. Yes, sir. We will now commence the rehearsal with the opening introduction by Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, if you please. Thank you. I beg your pardon, Mr. Benny. Uh, Just a moment, Mr. Wilson. What is it, Mr. Harris? Well, I'd like to propose an amendment to joke four on page six. Why? Because it stinks. (laughs) 
I see. Mr. Harris has expressed an opinion that joke four on page six has an aromatic quality which is not pleasant. <laughs> we will take a vote. Miss Livingston? I agree. Mr. Wilson? I agree. Mr. Day? I can't tell. I have a cold. <laughs> Motion passed. And now we will proceed... Oh, with... Jack, for heaven's sake, this is silly. What? Why do we have to go through this every time we have a rehearsal? Why can't we rehearse like we used because to? Because everybody took advantage of it. You come in late, you wouldn't pay attention, you sat around reading newspapers instead of scripts. That's why. But, Jack, you can't rehearse this way. You've got to loosen up. After all, this is a comedy program. Ooh, what she said. <laughs> Damn it. Well, Libby's right, Jackson. We can't be funny when we're so formal and stiff. Bill, you're the only one that comes in stiff. <laughs> That's why we're rehearsing this way. Remember, I'm the star. I'm the star. I'm the star. <laughs> Quiet, Polly. Quiet, Polly. Quiet, Polly. <laughs> Polly, if you don't keep quiet, I'm going to... You know what. Oh, Jack, not again. What does he do, Libby? Every time the Polly talks back to him, he takes her out of the cage, opens the front door, and hands her a road map to Capistrano. Mary. That's the only parrot registered with the automobile club. Never mind. Let's get started with the rehearsal. There's no... There's, uh, now, here's the way the show will run. We'll do our usual opening spot, a band number... And then Dennis's songs... Sandwiches, he... hard-boiled eggs, and Coca-Cola. Get your sandwiches, hard-boiled eggs, and Coca-Cola here. Oh, yes. I'll have a roast beef. Here you are. Thank you. <laughs> and now we'll... Hard-boiled eggs, cooked fresh this morning, roast beef sandwiches. I'll have a hard-boiled egg. Here you are. Thank you. And now we'll... Uh... Uh, may I have a paper napkin, please? Yes, ma'am. Here you are. Thank you. <laughs> and now we'll... Uh... Will you have a sandwich, Mr. Day? Yes, please. Here you are. Hmm. <laughs> I'll have to re-educate this kid. He got his food free in the Navy. <laughs> and now we'll go... Let's to... call for sandwiches, hard-boiled eggs, and Coca-Cola. Eggs and Coca-Cola! Kid, we'll start the rehearsal with the introduction. No, no, we better... Oh, Jack, let's start somewhere so we can get through. We're all going to the movies. Yeah, Jackson, we're going down to see that new picture, The Road to Utopia. Oh, yeah. Say, maybe I'll go with you. I'd like to see what Crosby looks like with his collar open. <laughs> anyway, kids, we can't go till after uh, rehearsal. I don't know what you want to go to the movies for anyway. There hasn't been a good picture since the horn blows at midnight. <laughs> Quiet, Polly, you didn't even see it. Maybe Walter Pigeon told her. Yeah, yeah, Walter Pidgeon. He flies by here every day. <laughs> now, listen, kid, let's get one thing straight. My rehearsals are more important than going to the movies. I'm sick of the movies anyway. Oh, Jack, you always hate the movies this time of the year because you never win the Academy Award. Mary, that has nothing to do with it. Comedy pictures get very little consideration. I found out one thing. To win an Academy Award, you got to do a picture with absolutely no laughs. Well, your darn one last year made it. <laughs> I think you got the idea. 
don't mind when you ball up a lousy gag, but that was such a good one. <laughs> anyway, my next picture will... Sandwiches, hard-boiled eggs, and Alabama tennis. Alabama pennants? Yeah, we haven't left over from the Rose Bowl game. Rochester, save those. Alabama may be out here again. Okay. Boy, did I take a beating on those. Tried everything. I even had Rochester sitting on a bale of cotton. Now, come on, kids. Let's get going with this rehearsal. Don, take it from oh, the... Oh, uh, Jack, Jack, I've been looking all through the script, and I don't see any place where I do a commercial. Oh, oh that. Well, Don, I got a big surprise for you, and it'll be a terrific on our show. Uh, what is it, Jack? Well, get this, kids. Now, Polly... Polly... Uh, now, Polly, what has Daddy been teaching you all week? No, no, Polly. No, 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 no. That, that you picked up yourself. Now, listen. L-S-M-F-T. L-S. M-F-T. High bar No, no, no. Take it again, Polly. L-S. L-S. M-F-T. M-F-T. Now, put them all together, and what have you got? Mother. How can you be so dumb? Every week you listen to the radio, you hear the commercials. Now, what do you hear? Poor Mary Ann, poor Mary Ann. Not there. Now, listen, Polly, listen. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Come on. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. Now, look, I'm up to We're past that. I'm Polly. Polly. Now, look, Polly, listen. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So round. So firm. So firm. So fully packed. I bought eggs. <laughs> no, no. I got a good notion to yank you out of that cage and keep... Well, fully packed. So be easy on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. Well, kids, that takes care of the commercial. If he teaches that bird how to sing, I'm back in the Navy. Warning to all of you, she's learning fast. Now, kids, let's rehearse the scene right after... Oh, we... Jack, why can't we rehearse tomorrow morning? It's getting late. We want to go to the movies. Well, all right. But, Dennis, before you go, run over your song. I'm going up to bed. So long, kids. I'll see you in the morning. So, so long, Jack. Jack.
Rochester, please untie my shoes, will you? Your shoes? Yes. I do it myself, but Benny's back and Lumbago's got him. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? Benny's back and Lumbago's got him. Hey, Rochester, do you think I should use that joke on my program tomorrow? <laughs> no. even sleeping. I think I'll sit up for a while and read a book. Let's see. Here's one. Clara Klingenfield, girl bricklayer. <laughs> oh, I read that. Here's another one. I married a smudge pot. <laughs> See, that was a hot one. I remember that one. Here's another one. Your darn one last near made it. I know you'll believe me. 
Oh, very well. What is your story? Well, Warden, it goes back a long, long time. I would have led a normal life except for the pickled finger of fate. The warden listened to my story. I told him how I met the man who was responsible for my undoing. I was walking down the street. I just left my office and was going home to my three wonderful children, Manny, Moe, and Jack. <laughs> we had Manny and Jack and felt that we should have one Moe. <laughs> reminded me somewhat of Peter Lorre. And when he spoke, his voice, too, reminded me of Peter Lorre. He tapped me on the shoulder and said, Pardon me, sir, but uh, may I trouble you for a match? A match? I'm sorry I don't have one, but I'll let you use my cigarette lighter. Thank you. You're very kind. Hey, you, come back with that lighter. Give me that. All right, all right. Here's your lighter. I thought you just wanted to light a cigarette. I do, but my cigarette is home. <laughs> oh, yeah? Then why were you running toward the railroad station? My home is in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh? Yes. I married a smudge pot. Smudge pot? Now, wait a minute. You were trying to steal my cigarette lighter. No, I wasn't. As a matter of fact, I'd like to buy it. I'll give you $20,000 for it. $20,000? Well, I don't want to take advantage of it. I'll tell you what. I'll throw in an extra flint. <laughs> thank you, thank you, sir. All right, here's the money. $20,000 well, so long, mister. I hope you enjoy the lighter. Oh, uh, uh, just a moment. I, I also admire that uh, necktie you are wearing. My necktie! <laughs> I know it sounds fantastic, but he bought my tie for $17,000. <laughs> and then he bought my shirt, my shoes, and my suit. And I gave him my last stitch of clothing, this mysterious stranger. Handed me $194,000 and two balloons. <laughs> Having no clothes, I blew up the balloons and danced my way home. <laughs> the next day, I met the little man for a second time. Again, he gave me fabulous prices for my clothes, and again, I danced my way home. On the third day, the same thing happened. I was not only getting richer, but I was dancing better. <laughs> Our daily meetings were more than a mere coincidence. A bond developed between us. Two weeks later, I was sitting in the kitchen having breakfast with my wife and my three lovely children, Anaheim, Azusa, and Cuca. <laughs> The little man had not yet come downstairs. Yes, 
He was living with us. Come on, children, finish your breakfast. That's right, children. Eat every bit of it. But, Dowdy, I'm tired of this silly old caviar. <laughs> why can't we have oatmeal like we used to? Because we're rich, that's why. Now, hurry up or you'll be late for school. Where's Junior? Oh, he's out in the backyard making mud pies out of butter. <laughs> Heaven's sake, doesn't he know he's going to ruin his mink overalls? Anyway, he's been out there long enough. Junior, Junior, get ready for school. Oh, Daddy, I don't want to go to that new school. I bought it and you'll go to it. <laughs> now, get ready. You know, darling, things just haven't been the same since that stranger came to live with us. He frightens me. There's something weird about him. You know, I've been feeling the safe. Quiet, here he comes now. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Did you sleep well? Yes, I did. Bad. <laughs> uh, sit down. Thank you. I, I'm sorry I'm late for breakfast, but I, I overslept. <laughs> I was out on a party last night. A party? Well, how do you feel this morning? <laughs> Have some tomato juice. <laughs> yes, I'll get you some. Well, you know I envy you two. Oh, a beautiful home and lovely children. Haven't you any children? No. I married a smudge father. <laughs> oh, then you have no children. No. But we are lousy with oranges. <laughs> oh. uh, by the way, I... I don't feel I should live here any longer without paying you rent. How much do you want? Well, I'm no good at these things. Let's forget it. Oh, no, 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 I insist. Would uh, a million dollars a week be enough? <laughs> well, with or without meals? <laughs> oh, uh, with meals. That'll be three dollars extra. I'll be glad to pay for it. Glad! Things like this were happening every day. Had gone money, had money, money, money. My, life, my wife left me. And so did my three lovely children. Atchison, Topeka, and Irving. <laughs> they ran off with the Harvey girl. But I didn't care I had my money. I had accumulated millions of dollars, which I kept in my shoes. I was now 11 feet six. <laughs> I begged the OPA to raise the ceiling. <laughs> One day, as I was sweeping some loose chains under the rug, he came in. Now cut that out! <laughs> Hello, my friend. I have a present for you. A brand new $10,000 bill. $10,000 bill? Let me have it. Give it to me quick. I gotta have it. All right, all right. But be careful how you handle it. The ink is still wet. Don't worry. I'll... The ink is still wet. Wait a minute. You mean you've been printing this money yourself? Certainly doesn't everybody. <laughs> oh, 
so that's it. I must have been blind not to see through this whole scheme. My life is ruined. I lost my wife and my three lovely children, Sarah, Toga, and Trunk. <laughs> A shirt or a suit. All I got is money, 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 and all counterfeit. You've even got my cigarette lighter, and I, like a fool, threw in an extra flint. Yes, you are a fool. Do you think I'd really pay $17,000 for a necktie? $22,000 for your button shoes? Now, wait a minute. Yes, you are a fool. Do you think I'd give you $500 for a dinner when I could get the same thing at Ciro's for $400? <laughs> And those balloons you gave me weren't any good either. They broke on the sunset bus and embarrassed me. <laughs> and for all this time, you've been nothing but a counterfeit. Now, what's the difference? We can still do business. I can print the money and you can get rid of it. For never, me. never, never. I'll kill you first. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill you. Get your hands up. Lucky Strike 
so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Ladies and gentlemen, next Sunday we'll be with you again broadcasting from the permanent Army Air Base at March Field. Well, Peter Laurie, I want to thank you very much for appearing on my program tonight. It's a pleasure to be here, Jack. I may not see you later, so I want to pay you for your performance right now. Here oh. you are, $3,000. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Be careful how you handle it. The ink is still wet. <laughs> Good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.